everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Welcome to Comic Bastards Podcast I'm your host Dustin I'm late this week <laughs> That's what happens when you don't have a co-host There's that lack of motivation at times Especially when your week's just like blowing up in your face Like plumbing every day before Thanksgiving uh, That's mostly why I was late with this because uh, there wasn't a quiet time in my apartment in order to record a podcast that is audio focused uh it's gonna be a short short one because a i'm late b i think it was kind of a piss poor week of comics uh let's jump into it with god complex number two kind of enjoyed the first uh issue of this series it's top cow i think it's like one of their fucking video game ones. I don't know. They're working with like a lot of video game people, and you're just like, hey, how about you just produce Witchblade on time? What happened to your stable of uh, your entire shared universe? Where's those books? No? Those are hard to do, I guess? Yeah. Whatever. Just just be thankful you got Postal, huh? Um, but it's, it's an interesting story in that it's kind of like futuristic uh, Greek gods versus uh, Christianity. And you're like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool, but it's just so bogged down by all this talk and just them, just diatribe of just like, here's some religious overtones and stuff, and do you understand what I'm saying? And we do things this way, and I was just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about those, like the super duper nuances of this world. Like this little aspect's kind of cool, but I already figured out that this guy's basically Jesus. Uh, figured that out in the first issue in the first five pages. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's Jesus. Done. And that's basically what they're leading to. It's just, there's like some mystery to it, but it's just dragging his feet so fucking much and just trying to be like, remember this Greek thing? Well, this is the new twist on it. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I mean could just probably mention that and moved along but whole issue dedicated to that all right whole issue entire fucking issue uh the art's pretty great not pretty great it's pretty good like the the designs are really cool and stuff uh the rest of it feels stiff like there's not a lot of movement to it uh i don't know if it was like a concept design artist doing the work or whatever that works on whatever this video game is that's Either out or coming out. I don't fucking know. It's not on my radar. I'll say that. Alright. Playing some video games lately. Not once where I'm like, you know what? I'd like to play some God Complex. No, but I have played Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter. It's on Android. I don't know why I mentioned Android, but it's on there. And I was like, this is actually pretty good. Except for you're trying to get me to buy fucking loot boxes 24 fucking 7. Fuck you, Capcom. Play your shit for free. Anyway, moving on to, uh, well, the rest is basically just DC shit because, as I said, I just haven't enjoyed much of anything else anyone's put out, especially this week. It was just one of those, the holiday weeks are always weird, like this week's weird and the next week's weirder because they're just like, we're just doing annuals. And it's like, no one wants this, what the fuck? No one gives a fuck about an annual anymore because they're not fun or special. They're just like, uh, we just... We had a slot in the schedule, and we had to ship books. That's uh, that's why we do annuals now. Like that's it. That's the only. And that might have always been the reason, but at least they made it special before. Now it's not. Nightwing, the new order, new world order, number four. It's a lot better than number three. I'll say that. Uh, 
Dick has teamed up with the Teen Titans, who are the Resistance fighters, and they all pretty much fucking hate him. Especially Beast Boy, who got caught mid-transformation, so now he's like this weird, like, cat guy. And you're like, that's pretty sick. And Wally West fucking really hates Dick and is willing to kill him whenever needed. Just like he's just willing to run and snap his neck. And I, I kind of love that. I was like, cool, finally a uh, speedster that's not trying to be... I don't know, like out super or out Boy Scout Superman, because that's what lately that's what all the Flash feels like is just like we're just really good guys that run fast. We're really good guys, and that's kind of boring. This was actually really interesting. Um, his son apparently is producing a cure for whatever thing he released that took away all the superpowers, and that was pretty fucking cool. And they're gonna like team up and do stuff uh there's a pretty nifty spoiler i was gonna spoil it if you haven't been reading it you probably don't care and you just want to hear me spoil it anyways they keep they kept mentioning like oh yeah they're gonna put you on ice put you on ice and stuff yeah they meant that like mr freeze puts you on ice and the redesign for mr freeze i was like that's pretty fucking sick you should definitely put that in like a video game or an action figure at least something because that's pretty fucking sick so it's just right there in front of you. Sometimes it's so obvious, and just like, put you on ice, put you on ice. Batman universe should have known, should have known it was Mister Freeze, but I didn't, I didn't. And then when it happened, I was just like, that's all right, yeah, you got me. That was good. Uh, yeah, let's just go to Vertigo. He said out loud, even though he didn't need to. Imaginary fiends, number one. This is Tim Seeley's Vertigo joint because he's all all up in that DC cash, and why not? I mean, you get there, fucking do whatever. Just ride or die. It is essentially about a girl who ends up in a mental institution because she killed her friend and because uh, her invisible, her imaginary friend told her to. Lo and behold, imaginary friends are real, and some of them stick around past uh, their shelf life and become like pretty much like living nightmares you know so they they uh they are like the ghost stories you know the uh, bloody mary in the mirror type shit like that and they get their own lore around them and all this shit it was it's interesting i don't particularly like the imaginary friend angle there's been just so fucking much of that especially in comics over the last couple years where i'm just like uh uh don't care anymore but i think that uh having the fbi angle and that guy is a <laughs> raging prick which i was kind of was all right it's kind of kind of good but it just the story jumps forward to the future a little bit and I was like, oh, um, alright, that, I mean, that works, but would have at least like a couple of pages explaining how we got here. The art's really good, and I mean, there's just, there's a lot of aspects that are, are kind of cool. It's just the imaginary friend part, and the, this one scene bothered me where she's like willing to kill herself, and then uh, her imaginary fiend, as I'll just start saying, because, ha ha ha, that's... That's how it is. Um, she's like, no, please don't. And, you know, and starts basically begging her. And then is this like, fear me more than death. And I was like, uh, but she just showed that she didn't. Is that going to be a problem? Is that like a weird hiccup that's going to come up? Is it? It should be because 
She just shows she doesn't. Dad, whatever. We'll we'll find out. We'll find out. I don't know. So it was uh, interesting to say the least. It, it was better than I thought because when I read the imaginary friend thing again, I was I kind of checked the fuck out. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Doomsday clock. We gotta talk about it. I would encourage you to read my lengthy review on comicbasters.com because I am not going to say as much on this podcast. I am just kind of done. I'm, d- I'm done with it. Um, had a had a great comment today, and it just it, I had to muster up all my my care to talk about it anymore um, because I didn't want you know. I try to, we try to make everyone feel welcome in the comments if people don't know that. If you're afraid to leave a comment on the site, please do not. We do ask that you have to register for Discuss. We don't let you just do as a guest because that cuts down on the people just going, you guys are fuckers and fuck you, um, which gets old after you know a couple of years of that happening, which uh, going on like seven now. So you know, thank, thank goodness for that. At least, at least now if you do that, I can just be like, all right, ban your ass. Fuck you for being a fucker. But anyway, um, it was boring. It was boring as fuck. It is just Watchmen 2, but now in the DC universe. Like, it's just, this is how they're going to inject it 100% into the DC universe. It is just a multiverse, like they've said for, for ages. And this is how they're making it work with everything else. Uh, it's trying really hard to be Watchmen. It's not Watchmen, and I say that as someone who doesn't really give a fuck about Watchmen. The only kind of cool thing is they revamp Superman's parents' deaths, and I do say deaths because they uh, they kill Mom and Pa with a car accident. They're just like, Ka-ka-pa-pow! while uh, Clark's trying to get a dance in with Lana at the, the old homecoming shindig. And yeah, that that was okay. Like those four pages were pretty good, but the rest, man, oh man, the mime and his wife, whose name I don't even remember because they just kept saying his name, and that was easy to remember. So fucking annoying. So fucking annoying. I was like, could you two just die right now? Please do not become characters that just resonate with people and stay around for decades. Just die. Kill them in the story, please. Uh, there's a new Rorschach. It's not the old Rorschach. He's black. And it was really weird the way they go about showing that. I was just like, oh, that seems uh, weird. And how did everyone know the first Rorschach was white? Did he walk around without his gloves on a lot? I don't think so. Uh, the one part of the story that I will touch on, that I also touched on in my review, they talk about the rumors they heard of how Rorschach is dead and how others, or how he met his end and stuff. And I find that to be total horseshit since no one was in the fucking area other than those, the, the characters that died, the characters that survived, and probably don't want to talk about it. And I don't know why they would start a fucking rumor. I find that to, I found that to be horseshit, and I, I think I was just, like, really bad at Jeff Johns to even, even remotely include that part. Like, it should never have been included. People shouldn't even know that Rorschach's dead, frankly, because why would they? You know, that was just him conveying it to the audience to be like, no, he's officially dead. Like, you could have just had it revealed to the audience via the art instead of the story and the dialogue. And that's, that's just my opinion, you know. He could have just pulled up the glove at one point, and you're like, whoa, Rorschach is a black man. 
interesting. But instead, they were like, let's ham fist this into the story. That's all I got to say about it. I'm I'm bored by it. <laughs> let's see if it actually ships on time. I'm kind of more curious to see if it can do that. It's weird that this event's running at the same time as Dark Days, which is a terrible event. Uh, if I had to pick between the two, I would pick Doomsday Clock. But even that, I find that dull. But having seen so much of just the the dumb bullshit that is uh, Dark Days, I'm just like, just end this already. This runs till February? Please just end this already. And I'll be really sad if they make like the Watchmen universe one of these like dark universes that need to be killed or whatever. Because that would just be... That'd just be so fucking lame to tie it into Dark Days. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. That's all I read this week. I didn't really have a lot of time. Just been a weird fucking week. And my back's out. Don't feel like talking anymore. So that's it. That's your episode. I went longer than I thought I would. Said more about Doomsday Clock than I said I thought I would. You can find me at Enter the Hero at Comic Bastards. I thank you for stopping by ComicBastards.com. We have a lot of reviewers, not just myself. I've been actually kind of unable to review a lot lately, which has got to change soon. Uh, if we're looking for a desk count, I'm up to almost about 30 bucks on my desk. So there will be reviews coming for me in the near future, because I have got to get these off. I'm tired of get these off. <laughs> uh... I don't know why I laughed like that at it either. But uh, there's shit coming. But there's other great reviewers on the site. I, I ask you to check them out. Leave them a comment. Don't judge us all on grammar because fuck you, it's the internet. Thanks for listening. I hope you share this with a friend, and I hope a friend shared this with you. Like for permanent bastards, got it right though. They write to keep the scene on the right track, so they read the stack after stack and the bomb back. Since someone gotta stab these creators in check, man. And the verdict is Jason Aaron, yeah, he's in check. Tony Daniel, yep, in check. If you read a comic, put it back. Plastic sleeve, hard cardboard back, then in the milk crate black, filed alphabetically. No, seriously. 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 seriously.